Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome, Livestock fans, to this edition of Before the Bid Podcast, a livestock podcast with Andy Howe, your host. I am Andy Howe, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Today, I am going to talk to a fellow ag teacher. Uh, This young man has been an ag teacher for 20 years. He has been at the school that he is at uh, currently, which is Paoli High School in Paoli, Indiana. He's been there 15 years now, and uh, they have started a very neat program at Paoli High School, and they have a uh, swine facility and a swine program that uh, we're going to talk about just a little bit today. And then now they have a sale uh, that is coming up on March 15th, and we're going to let them talk about that. And we've got some special guests today that uh, are going to talk about their pigs. And we've got a, a junior and a senior at the school. And also we're going to talk to a seventh grader that is just getting started in the program. Uh, and we're also going to talk to the uh, other ag teacher there that is at that program. And so today, uh, starting out with this one from Paoli High School in Paoli, Indiana, I'm going to be talking to Corey Scott. And Corey uh Corey grew up uh, a little bit raising hogs, and uh, he was in uh, FFA and started the SAE. He was with that, the Supervised Agriculture Experience. He did that with a a swine program. And then he's going to kind of tell you uh, how this whole thing really got started uh, with with uh, the Paoli FFA through uh, his young people, through his kids, uh, showing some – pork and showing some swine uh, in a livestock program. So, Corey, uh, I want to thank you for joining me today here on Before the Bid, and I hope everything went well at school today. Yeah, thank you, Andy. Uh, We sure do appreciate uh, talking with you um, and helping us get our program uh, advertised and and a little more well-known. And, you know, appreciate you you taking the time to, to talk to us and help us with that. Well, I uh, I appreciate you getting getting this hooked up and, and getting it joined up and getting those people in there uh, to talk about it. And, and guys, these guys have started a program at school that they raise pigs. They uh, have grown this starting out uh, in the greenhouse that they have up there. And they, they've grown it now to where they've got a great program that uh, I want Corey to, to be able to tell you about. Corey, if you would... Uh, tell us just a little bit about yourself, and then let's go into this neat program that you guys have started up there at Paoli High School. Uh, well, like you said, um, this is my 20th year teaching ag. Um, and about five or six years ago, um, you know, I'd really just wasn't real happy with, with the way ag 
had gotten. We were getting pushed to do a lot of uh, English and math for these tests, and you know, it was really just kind of frustrating for me. Uh, and then we, you know, introduced the one-to-one technology at the school, and and you know, I really just felt like I was way off a of base of where I should be as an ag teacher. Um, and that same time, my son had asked me. Um, I'd been in 4-H for a couple of years, and every year, you know, we'd buy a couple of pigs, and then we'd sell a couple of pigs, and, you know, it, just, it didn't make sense to my son. He was young at the time, and he was, you know, just asked me, he was like, you know, Dad, why do we buy them and raise them and then sell them and then go buy new ones? And he said, you know, if we bought this good gill, why don't we just raise our own babies? Mm-hmm. And so that kind of got me to thinking, and I was like, you know, I, that makes sense to me. Um, so basically I went in and talked to, to my bosses and kind of told them what I thought. And I was like, you know, if, if you're wanting us to teach technology and you're wanting us to do math and science and English, and I said, why can't I have a pig at school um, that we can, you know, have a website about and, you know, do the live labs and write about the pig and, you know, all the math that goes into raising animals. And, uh, you know, my bosses were actually pretty receptive to it. And, you know, they're like, well, if that's going to make you happy, Mr. Scott, then bring a pig to school. And really that's kind of how this whole crazy thing got started. And so at the time we just um, stuck a pin up out in the, the back of the greenhouse and brought the pig to school and, you know, we bred the pig, and the, the kids got to experience all that stuff, and we wrote about her, we did blogs about her, and uh, we ended up um, coming up with a live webcam, because um, she was due to Pharaoh over Christmas break, and a lot of the kids were um, kind of disappointed that they'd spent all this time taking care of the pig, and um, wasn't really going to get to see the main event. Right. Um so the kids came up with the webcam idea, and we, we put a webcam on her. And, um, you know, that first year, we ended up with about 15,000 views on this on our pig cam. Wow. Uh, and that's when we kind of realized that, hey, maybe we're on to something. Um, so the first year ended up being a really big success for us, um, you know, and all the, the kids really enjoyed it. And we ended up getting a huge following from just members in the community because um, they all loved watching this pig on a webcam. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know why that was so exciting to a lot of people to watch a pig lay around on a webcam, but it was popular. So uh, it was kind of interesting, I guess, from a agriculturalist standpoint, because I didn't understand it, but everybody else liked it, and so we went with it. Uh-huh. Um, so that first year we, you know, it was it was popular and and all the kids really enjoyed getting their hands on them um, and actually getting to do and write about something and work with something that was real mm-hmm. and you know that kind of got me reinvigorated I guess a little bit and uh, so the second year we ended up keeping two of that original uh, Gilt's daughters and um, I'd kept one and one of my students kept one of his. Uh, so we set up two pens in the greenhouse and ended up getting two litters and we had the webcams and everything just kept rolling and uh, the kids enjoyed it more. 
um, because we had more opportunities for the kids to get their hands on them and, you know, cut teeth and, and give shots and, you know, all the things that goes into to raising pigs and, you know, the webcams were still a big hit and uh, the website's still a big hit. And um, so it just kept kind of growing. And then the third year we rolled into um, four guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is really where the things took a kind of an interesting turn because we had um, a couple of gilts that really – we didn't have anywhere to go with them after they were fed and weaned. Um, you know, and some of the kids said, well, why don't we just have a cookout? Um, <laughs> and that's, 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 you know, kind of where it all started. And we got to talking and it was like, well, maybe, um, you know, maybe people wouldn't mind. Uh-huh. Um, so basically we had that one of those uh, sows processed and we turned her into barbecue um, and we, you know, checked with all the USDA regulations and all that stuff um, and decided we would try it at school in the cafeteria. Um, and, you know, it, we were really concerned at the get-go because, you know, every kid in the building had seen this pig and, you know, watched this pig grow up. And she was born here the, the year before. Right. Um, watched her on the webcam. Watched this pig from the time it was born to right. the time it had its own babies, and now all of a sudden she's going to be on the in the cafeteria. Uh-huh. Um, so we didn't know if that was going to be a huge, massive failure with protest, or you know if it would work. And it ended up being one of the largest lunch days that we ever had. Oh wow! And what we noticed was is that the kids really had a sense of pride knowing that they were fully involved in this lunch. Mm -hmm. And that's really where the Paley Farm to Table program started, Mm -hmm. um, was that one lunch and just taking that one chance. So now, um, you know, just about all of our breakfast sausage at the cafeteria at the high school and our elementary school eats is grown right here on campus. over the last few years, you know, this year we offer um, ham, hot dogs, barbecue, sausage, and uh, two or three other pro- oh sausage patties. The elementary kids love those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's um, it's really grown into a, an interesting program. Uh, what we've noticed is that um, what we can't use a lot of is bacon. Because um, the USDA and school lunch programs consider that a fat. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get quite a buildup of bacon, and then the ribs are something that we can't really do a whole lot with at school. Uh, so coming up here on March the 19th, um, 4 to 6 p.m. here at Paley High School, we're going to have a community uh, meat market. Uh-huh. And um, we'll be selling some bulk sausage. Um, and then we'll be selling all of our bacon and ribs and neck bones and things that the school can't use. So uh, we're hoping that this first time uh, we'll get a good turnout from our community and and be able to get, you know, sell some of these products that we usually don't have a good market for. Mm -hmm. Great. Neat. That's awesome. 
And yeah. and so so we can't we can't raise a lot of pigs in the greenhouse. So so walk us through where you're where you're at now. Well, um, yeah, after that third year, we were up to four sows. Um, we had three three kids, I think, three students, and then I still had my original line from that uh, going in there. We realized we were going to have to do something uh, because my my partner teacher, Mr. Wilston, which you'll hear from here in a few minutes, um, he decided, because he kind of always takes care of the horticulture side and I take care of the animal side, uh, but his kids were wondering why they couldn't get in on the farm-to-table action as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they started growing a lot of lettuce and, and working on some other vegetables and stuff so that, that we can use in our cafeteria as well. But our pigs, once we were up to four, we pretty well taken over the whole greenhouse. <laughs> um, so, you know, the year above two years ago, I guess, we decided that we were going to have to have a barn. Um, and that's when... We went to the, the school and the school board, and you know they basically said we don't have the money to build a barn. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a, a one of our primary veterinarians, Dr. Bill McDonald. Um, you know he talked to me after one of our advisory board meetings one night, and he said, "Why don't we just raise the money and build the barn ourselves?" And I said, "Well, that sounds like a neat idea, but you're talking about a lot of money." Mm-hmm. Um, and long story short, you know, we, we talked to the kids and they got excited about it. And, um, you know, once they got to rolling and I want to say it was about 11, 11 months to 13 months, somewhere around in there, the kids managed to raise $215,000, wow. um, all with grants and local community sponsors and, um, you know, a lot of talking to people and community events and, and really just pulled the money together in a hurry. Um, and we were fortunate enough to be able to complete our barn last November uh, when we got to move our pigs in there. Um, so last year we had moved up to, I want to say, eight, eight or nine females. We always breed a few extra. We've got room for six out here in the barn. Um, but we always breed a few extra that way we make sure that the school pens are full. Uh, and then if, you know, we have more than that, then I just farrow them out at my house, um, which, you know, it works fine too. But we want to make sure that the school pigs are, or school pens are full of pigs. Um, just because we do have such a large following on our uh, pig app and website and the elementary classes all come and, you know, a lot of, uh, the food sustainability networks and people through at IU like to come down. And uh, We're really building a lot of neat partnerships on the farm-to-table and uh, farm-to-cafeteria side of things. Um, so we like to make sure the school barn's full, and, um, you know, we've been able to do that so far. Right, and you guys you guys have your own web or your own Facebook site. Yeah, Paley FFA. Um and you need to watch because there is two different paleo FFAs. We're the one in Indiana. Um, but, yeah, everything that we do, we really try to publicize um, and, and let people know what we're doing here at the school. What, what do you, you name that facility, correct? Yeah. Um, well, during the process of, of building, uh, Dr. McDonald was, was passed away in a 
tragic accident. Mm-hmm. Um, so after we had completed the barn, we ended up uh, naming it the Dr. Am- or Dr. Bill McDonald Animal Science Pavilion. Um, and if you ever get to come and visit, you know, we'd love to have visitors here. Uh, you'll see a plaque on the wall with his name on it and a list of all the donors that helped you make that barn a reality for our kids here at Paoli. Right. Dr. Dr. Bill McDonald, veterinarian, uh, local in the area. And, uh, yeah, he was one of those guys that, yeah, let's do it. You know, yeah. we've got the idea. Let's do it. We'll make it happen. Uh, we'll commit and then we'll make it happen. And uh, just a, a great guy in the in the community. And uh, it, it's great that you guys named it the, the Bill McDonald uh, facility there. Yeah. Well, he was a good friend. And, and you know, I'll be honest with you, he handed me the first $5,000 check out of his own pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and really was influential in getting a lot of the donations that came in, in here. And, you know, there's, there was nobody else in my opinion that, that it would make sense to name it after. Right. Right. How do you have the students involved in this program, uh, now? Well, the way it's set up, um, basically from beginning to end, any kids that are interested in raising uh, pigs for in the school program, um, you know, are eligible to do that. Um, we do have some expectations as far as them helping feed and clean on the weekends. Um, but basically just set up like a big co-op. Um, we all kind of pitch in and help take care of each other's pigs. We all, um, you know, we buy vaccines and, and medicines and stuff that only come in 50 dose bottles. You know, it's it would be hard for a kid to have one one litter and you know have that extra expense of hold hold doses of medicine or vaccines or whatever it be. Um, so this way we can kind of share cost um, and share labor and share time, and it, it doesn't end up being quite as bad on everybody. Um, so we just kind of work together. But um, in general, the kid uh, wants to you know we kind of talk to them kind of the year before. Um, and let them know what the expectations are. Um, and then basically they, you know, pick their their guild or whatever, they, and the guilds don't have to come from here. They come from all over, wherever they get that first one from. Um, and then basically they'll bring them to school in the fall. Usually we bring them in uh, the middle of August, 1st of September. And, you know, then we start in and... and you know, they'll, they'll breed them and gestate them, farrow them here at the school. Um, and then in March um, this year, our sale is March the 15th. Mm-hmm. Yes, March the 15th. Uh, it's a Sunday afternoon, 1 to 5. Uh, and then, you know, we have a lot of kids around the community. We've got people from all over Indiana that come and, and buy our pigs. They're pretty reasonable. Um, and, you know, the pigs go home and they go to 4-H. Um, and then as far as the farm-to-table side of it, the kids spend all summer growing them and showing them and taking care of them. Uh, but once their show careers are over, uh, then uh, we come back in the ag program side and buy all of our pigs, not all of them, but we buy enough pigs back that were born here um, and have them processed, and then they go through on the the farm to table side. Mm, great, that's that's neat. 
so so somebody else kind of feeds them out and finishes them because of course there's not enough room there at the school right yeah i mean we've only got six pins so we don't we don't do the finishing part but you know we like that the kids take them home the kids care for them and feed them and and get them finished um and then you know it helps keep the money separate as well because mm-hmm. um, the farm side of things we make our money when we sell the pork and then the kids you know because the school doesn't own the pigs the kids own the pigs mm-hmm. um so whenever they sell the babies at our sale on the 15th you know they get to keep that money they buy their own feed they buy their own bedding uh so any profits they have are theirs um you know and then even feeding them out when we go buy them back as a finished hog you know, they're getting paid what they're worth there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really just makes it more of a business, um, you know, that's that's more fair and even for everybody because that'd be a nightmare trying to record keep on right. the school alone and all of them. Uh-huh. Right. So you're giving them, giving these young people an opportunity as well to uh, make a little money on, on theirs to put them in this pig sale. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's our intent. I mean, they put in the hours, and they get the work done, and they get paid for it. That's great. How did the pig sale come about? Well, I mean, when it first started out, it wasn't really that hard to find people that just wanted, you know, it wasn't hard to get rid of eight or nine pigs. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the last two or three years, you know, we've been ending up with 40, 50 pigs that need sold um because you know our kids that are in the program are going to take you know one or two home and show in the fair mm-hmm. and then um you know they're going to have six or eight that need sold and need to go somewhere um so once we got up to where we were having 40 or 50 that needed gotten rid of we decided we'd try a sale and uh, been having pretty pretty decent luck with that Right, yeah. We talked a little bit about some of the successes. Why don't you tell us some of the successes that, that these pigs that have come out of this sale have had? Well, I mean, we've, at the local county level, I mean, we win a lot of classes. Uh, we've had two or three, two or three, four banner winners um, come out of the school program here. I know, Chloe, you're going to talk to here in a little bit. We kind of rib her a little bit because she ended up with four of her pigs in one class last year and the one she kept was fourth um so, <laughs> so she sold her best ones yeah yeah you well you you can ask her about that here in a second but we we kind of like to rib her a little bit about that because uh-huh. you know it, it was the judge's fault he picked the wrong one not her <laughs> right right yeah. that happens often doesn't it oh yeah <laughs> uh, you hear that more than more than not at any big show you go to so right right so you've had some some champions some the the champion breeding guild is that correct yeah um yeah we had the supreme breeding female was born here last year um had the grand champion county born and raised market guild um reserve supreme the year before last we had Grand Champion Market Guilt, which is one of Jalen's. You know, talk to her in just a few minutes. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, we've we've had a lot of success coming out of here. The kids really work hard early, um, identifying what their weaknesses and strengths of their pigs or females are, and, and they really work hard trying to match them up with sires that are going to, you know, correct those weaknesses and. 
Um, the quality of pigs that we have just seem to get better and better every year. You know, the sale that we're going to have here on March the 15th, you know, I think probably one of our best sets yet. And, I mean, we're really excited to keep getting better every year. And, and we like seeing our pigs getting spread out across, um, you know, Indiana and seeing them do well in other places, not just here in Orange County. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got you've got pigs really spread out here in the southern part of Indiana, correct? Yeah. Good. That's great. Well, that's awesome. So, so we started out teaching kids, teaching young people math, teaching them science. We're teaching them breeding. We're teaching them responsibility. We're teaching them care. They they've got to really like you guys up there at Paoli. Yeah, I mean, uh, we try to keep things as real world as possible. I mean, even. Um, the Paley Ag business, I mean, our Ag business class runs that, and they're in charge of inventory and marketing and pricing. And, you know, I mean, it's we just try to keep everything as real as we possibly can. That's great. Um, and, you know, we have a lot of successes that we try to celebrate. And, you know, at the same time, we, you know, we'll lose a baby or something every now and then, and or we'll have some genetic anomalies pop up every once in a while. And, you know, we have some struggles on that side of things, but um, we really like we like those opportunities. I mean, kids honestly learn more from the hardships uh, than they do the successes sometimes. And, you know, that's why keeping it real has always been a focus of ours, just because, you know, that those true real-world life lessons are where they're going to get the most out of. Exactly. That's awesome. That's really cool. Let's talk a little bit uh, about this sale here, and the sale you do have mar- coming up March 15th, Paoli, Indiana, is the place, and uh, it is on a Sunday. It is from 1 to 5, and it is it is there at uh, Paoli High School, correct? Yep, it will be, well, the pigs will all be pinned up out in the Dr. Bill McDonald Animal Science Pavilion, and we'll open the doors at 1. Um, basically, the pigs all have a price. And it's first come, first serve, cash and carry. All right. Good deal. And ha- about how many pigs, you you think? Um, we're looking probably around 40, 40 to 45, somewhere around in there, I would say. Okay. What what breeds will you guys have represented? Uh, we've got uh, two Berkshire litters. Uh, we've got a couple of Hereford pigs. We've got a Duroc litter. Uh, and then we've got uh, five, four or five um, crossbred litters. Okay. Well, that sounds great. So kind of uh, got got uh, a diversity there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That's good. Do you guys keep a couple – do you have a couple lines that you've been breeding here for the last couple of years? Yeah, we've got um, – well, our peach line um, – which is a barbed wire double vision sow. She's been one that we've had a lot of success with over the years. Um, and really we'll have one of her granddaughter's litters. Um, got some really nice looking pigs. I'll let Jalen tell you about those. Um, and then the one we've got, our main line, which goes back to the original sow, we're still struggling with a little on her because um, Basically, we got into a case a few years ago where the the guilt that we had kept to breed back decided she was not ever going to have a daughter. <laughs> um, the last one, when I finally gave up on her, she 
had a daughter and laid on it. Um, so we kept the boar out of out of her, and uh, basically we're we're waiting right now to to get him to breed a female, and hopefully we can get back on the, the female side of things through him. Um, but he's a, a mile marker. Uh, he's a mile marker and uh, tomcat. Tomcat mile marker is what he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're looking forward to getting some good pigs out of him and hopefully get a daughter out of them. Um, they'll be due this spring, and then hopefully next year, the year after next, actually now, um, getting a daughter back from our original line in here. But uh, for right now, we're we've got a couple of those lines that we've had some success with, and we're keeping those going. That's great. That's really good. Well, Corey, tell us, uh, we've got a couple people, a uh, couple students there that, that we're going to talk to, and, and we're going to talk to Kyle Woolston, uh, the uh, ag teacher as well up there at Paoli High School. And, and Corey, do you want to start out telling us about the pigs that, that you have uh, from from your family there in, offered in the uh, sale? Yeah, I can do that. Um, well, I've got uh, my, my daughter, um, has a hold the phone triple crown uh, litter that she had, she'd bought the mom um, off of Winmore Farms, uh, which anybody around pigs knows Winmore Farms has a lot of really good females come out of there and had a lot of success. Um, but she was a sister to their 2017 World Pork Expo champion. Um, and we've got, uh, we bought her as a bread gilt last summer and, um, she had a litter of, um, trade secrets. And so we've got a trade secret daughter, um, out of that, uh, hold the phone, triple crown mom, uh, that we're going to be really excited about next year. Um, and the litter that she's got this year is out of done me dirty, uh, from Southern gold sires. And she'll be probably, I want to say, five of those here for sale. There'll be a couple of barrows and, and I think three gilts um, out of that dummy dirty hold the phone uh, triple crown that uh, really looking good. They were born on December the 27th mm-hmm. um, and, and we're really excited about those. Uh, the other one that my son has... Um, is uh, Berkshire, and there'll be, I think, three of those here. Um, she is a Waxalone Torque, uh, bred to another Southern Gold Sire called Unbreakable. Um, and those guys are super heavy bone, um, really good legged, and, and really looking good, tall, pretty front, uh, which is why we went with that Unbreakable board. Uh, those were born January 1 and will be here notch two. And like I said, they're really looking good, and, and we're excited about seeing what they'll be able to do for people this summer. Well, that's great. That's great. Well, Corey, I appreciate uh, appreciate talking to you about the program and, mm-hmm. and uh, getting us started in on this sale. And, uh, again, like we said, we've got a couple of students there to, to talk to. And yeah. uh, we're going to have uh, – I, I, Corey, again, want to just – show you my appreciation for uh, getting this put together and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to Kyle here to, to finish it up but again want to thank you for your time uh, today right. and and for introducing us to this great program that you guys have there at Paoli High School
All right. Well, Andy, I do appreciate it, and I will turn this over to Jalen and um, let you talk to her about her interest and involvement in the program. All right. Well, that sounds great. Appreciate right, thank that. Thank you. Appreciate uh-huh. that, Corey, uh, very much. And next up, we do have uh, Jalen Engelking. I said that correctly, didn't I, Jalen? Yeah. All right, great. And you are a senior this year, correct? Y- yes. That's awesome. And my understanding is, is you've had some very exciting news just come about here about your future. Yeah, I was accepted into the pre-vet program at Purdue. Well, that's awesome. That's really good. Now, was uh, being a vet something you've always wanted to do? Um. Well, whenever I was younger, I knew that I wanted to be like in the medical field. So I was like originally thinking like pediatrics, but then getting involved with the um, ag department and the pig program, that kind of changed my path to be more veterinarian. Well, that's great. Now you're going to come back to the area, correct? Hopefully. Hopefully, that's what <laughs> Mr. Scott was saying. He said <laughs> I want her to come back so that uh, so that I can have some. Uh, Discount on my vet bills is what he yeah. was wanting. So, well, that's great. My understanding is 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 you are uh, one of you have been one of them that has in, been in this program the longest. Is that correct? Yeah, I've been in the program since my freshman year. Okay, and now, uh, what did you do to to help raise the money for the facility? Um, I spent many hours um, writing letters and filling out grants and. Um, but in many hours after school, just giving different presentations around the community. Um, we went up to the state house and got to talk to our senators and representatives and just talk to people. Great. Is a now was that that was back when you were uh, freshman sophomore? Yeah, that was my sophomore year. Awesome. Well, that's great. And so now you get to see it come about and yes. see it in full swing, and uh, that's got to make you feel really good and be very yeah. proud of that. Well, that's great, Jalen. Why don't you tell us? Uh, why don't you tell us about your pigs that are going to be in the sale? All right. So um, I have a Hereford litter. That um, this is the third generation. So this year they are Rumble and Big Red Machine mix. Um, I had a smaller little litter this year, so I will only have two at the sale. And then I have a crossbred litter, which came, that is out of, um, it's a granddaughter to Peach, which Corey mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, her mom won the market show at our fair. And so they are party posture and sun-kissed myth mix. Well, that's great. Jalen, how many, how many pigs do you have at home? Um, well, I have the... Um, nine that I'll be selling at um, the school. And then um, I have the uh, Hereford litter, which is held at Corey's house. But I will take some home this summer to show at my county fair. Cool. Well, that's great. So are these your only two sows that you that you own then? Yes. Great. And did they come right through this program? Yeah, they are both. Um, their moms were both raised in the school. How awesome is that? Yeah, <laughs> that's really really cool. Got you right into, uh, got you right into the swine industry. Got you right into uh, all of that right through this school program. Yeah, and you helped start it. Yeah, that's really awesome. That's really cool. 
Well, Jalen, uh, I'll, I'll let you go, and uh, we've got Chloe coming up next, and, and want to wish you very much luck here in your final couple months here at school and, and get graduated and uh, get into that pre-vet program uh, up there at Purdue. I think that's really great. And thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you. And she is going to hand the phone over to a junior there at Paoli High School, and this junior is Chloe Thacker. I said that right, correct, Chloe? Yes, you did. Awesome. Well, that's great. Chloe, uh, you know, I, I like to harass people, and, uh, you know, I'm a teacher myself, and, and so I, I spend my day harassing students uh, as well. <laughs> and, and tell us about this fourth-place finish out of your litter. Yeah, it was – okay, so it was one year, and, like, that whole class, it was, like, all of my guilts, uh-huh. like, all the sisters, and then Jalen just happened to be in there with one of hers. Of course, she won it, but – like, I guess I just picked the wrong pig. I, I don't know about it. I mean, it might have been the judge, but. <laughs> well, that's good. That, that seems to be my luck. Well, you, you sold the pigs that did better, right? Yes. That's usually good for a program. Yeah. All right. Chloe, what's your involvement with the program there in school? So, I'm not on the committee, like the officers or anything, but I like one year I just. I've, I've been really interested in this, and I've just, I was like, hey, I'll take a pig to the school. So I started last year. I actually had the pig donated to me from awesome. a, another 4 Mm-hmm. Well, that's and, awesome. Yeah. So is that your that your only guilt then? Yeah, that's how I, that's actually how I got started. Uh, uh, the mom was out of Two-Face from Southern Gold, and then we did, last year we did, we bred to this, sniper also from over there mm-hmm. and so i only have one one this year okay well great well tell us uh tell us just a little about the pigs that you're going to have in the sale here on march 15th so for the sale um we actually bred we bred to adrenaline from southern gold just because they've always had great sires over there and so where i'm gonna have about i only have seven this year it was a smaller litter but i'll have about five to sell because mm-hmm. I'm going to keep two for myself for fair. <laughs> Are they, uh, maybe I shouldn't ask, but uh, you think maybe they'll do a little bit better than your one last year? Uh, I hope so. I mean, <laughs> I guess we'll see what happens. It's all in the what the judge likes and their final decision. So Right. Well, that's great. Do you have, Chloe, do you have barrows or gilts, or, or what do you have? Um. Well, I have five gilts and two barrows. Okay. Well, great. That sounds good. Yep. <laughs> Chloe, what are your future plans? I'm not sure. I mean, being in this uh, like FFA program, you know, I've it's it's really like in, like increased my interest in the like animals and stuff. I'm not sure what I want to do like future plans, but you know, I'm leaning toward that. Like maybe mm-hmm. going same route as Jalen, maybe not as far, but you know, just. I don't know, that's what I hope to be doing. Okay. Just. Well, that's great, Chloe. Did you were you raised on a on an agricultural uh, on a farm? I actually no, I do not live on a farm. I mean, FFA isn't just for farmers. Like anyone can do it. You know, I wasn't raised on a farm. I just one year I was like, hey, I want to do 4-H, and so my dad got me started. So. Well, that's we great. Just have a little pen at our house. That's awesome. So you're a, a young person that doesn't live on a farm, but now you're in the agriculture field and you own a gilt or a sow and you're going to sell pigs out of her. 
Yep. Sure Again. <laughs> yep. Well, that's awesome. Well, Chloe, I uh, want to wish you a lot of luck in the sale and I uh, want to wish you a lot of luck here in your future and, and figure out what that's going to be and uh, go for it, okay? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right. Well, I uh, appreciate that, Chloe. And Chloe, she's going to hand it over to a seventh grader. And this seventh grader, uh, her name is Haley Gilliatt. And uh, as I said, Haley is in seventh grade. And Haley, how are you this afternoon? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You have a good day at school today? Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. That's great. Haley, how did you get involved with this program? Um, well, for 4-H, um, I, it just started with chickens, but, um, we kind of got, you could say, inspired by, um, little people. We also wanted to do something different in 4-H for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so we started, um, showing pigs, and my first year, I thought it was actually really fun to show a pig, because it definitely wasn't... I wouldn't say as competitive for me because mine was just starter. Um, but we actually did good and won our class that year. So, and then the year after that, we um, showed two pigs because um, we got one from Chloe. Um, we didn't do as good, but we still did um, really good with that pig. Uh-huh. Well, that's um, great. Mm -hmm. And then... Haley, are, um, you from, are you from a farm background? Uh, yeah, I actually am. Okay. What do you guys do? Um, well, uh, we do um, beef cattle and show chickens. Okay. Great. Great. Uh, Haley, tell us about tell us about your pigs that are that are going to be in this sale. Um, so we have um, Zizi the sow that was bred to Power and Blood at Southern Gold. Uh huh. Um, for uh, for the, it was her first time litter, and she actually had seventeen babies. Oh wow. Um but we got nine surviving right now. Uh-huh. Um How many are you gonna have in this sale? Um, we don't know for sure how many yet, but we'll have a couple in there. Okay. Well that sounds great. That sounds good. How many how many bears, how many gilts does she have? Uh Six gilts and three barrows. Okay. Well, that's great. That's great. And now, is this the first time you've ever gotten to sell uh, pigs? Is this the first time you've been in this sale? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. So you're pretty excited. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. Haley, what's the what's the future look like for you? What do you what uh, career path are you thinking about taking? Um, I don't know yet. I'm pretty sure my parents want me to do something. Um, like a swine veterinarian. Okay. Something ag-related. Okay. Um, I'm still not sure yet, but I do plan to take that in, into consideration and maybe take some of um, Corey's vet classes in the future and maybe get 
uh, one or two horticultural classes. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, I don't really know. You're just going to be a seventh and eighth grader and go on, right? Yeah, it just depends on what happens in the future. Well, that sounds great. That sounds really good. So, well, Haley, I really appreciate you uh, taking your time. And, Haley, I've got to say, you are the youngest guest that has ever been on before the Bid Podcast uh, by a long, long way. And uh, I don't know I don't know uh, uh, how I'm going to find a younger guest uh, that does a great job like you do uh, to, to explain uh, what you do and explain these pigs to uh, the, all the listeners. So, uh, Haley, want to thank you and, and want to congratulate you on – uh, doing that and, and want to congratulate you on, on getting these pigs and, and getting in this program. And I uh, want to wish you a whole lot of luck here at the sale. Yeah, thank you. All right. Well, I appreciate it very much, Haley. And she is going to hand the phone over to a a uh, guy that is the ag teacher as well there at Paoli High School. There's two ag teachers in a two-ag program or a two-teacher program, and uh, this guy is in his fifth year at Paoli High School, and uh, we were right at in the same class going going through Purdue there, uh, I do believe. So so we've got to be right at your 15th or 16th year. Is that right, Kyle? Uh, sure is, Andy. All right. Well, we've got Kyle Wollston on the line, and uh, as as uh, Corey said, Kyle uh, does a little bit more of the uh, other things other than, than just the animal side. So, uh, Kyle, why don't you tell us just a little bit about what you do there at, at Paoli High School uh, along with Corey, and, and then we'll uh, we'll get into some of those pigs that you guys are going to have in the sale. Sure thing. Um, here at Paoli, um, I'm kind of in charge of the, the plant science side of things and that pathway. Um, I teach the um, plant and soil science classes and the ag mechanics classes and also the um, introduction to ag for all the, the eighth graders and the incoming students. Um, what we do here is, is we've, we've kind of focused over the years on hydroponics um, you know, and, and kind of going um, in that direction to, to show a different avenue other than just traditional um, horticulture for our students. Um, as part of the farm to table program, um, we currently have lettuce production um, here in our shop on, on systems that we developed ourselves and built here through the program. Um, we're also um, got some current projects going on where we're, we've got some cucumber plants going and, and starting to dabble into um, some things such as strawberries and tomato plants. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. Good deal. So Kyle, uh, Corey says they were kind of starting to take over that uh, that that greenhouse facility. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so did you say, Corey? I gotta have this greenhouse so that we can do this. You gotta figure out something to do with these pigs. Well, it, it definitely posed a challenge, and um, you know when when I came in, the I was here. Um, you know, like Corey said, you know, the pigs were, were kind of set up in the greenhouse and, and, and it left for a little bit shorter growing season, if you know what I mean, uh-huh. um, <laughs> there in the greenhouse. So that kind of, that kind of kicked us into that hydroponics mode to where, you know, we could grow indoors, um, inside the ag shop there. We could set up our systems without having to have, um, natural sunlight and, and, you know, we could, we could put artificial light and, and supply the nutrients and, and just raise it. You know, inside instead of instead of going to that, um, you know, the greenhouse kind of how you know traditional ag programs typically go through it. Um, so, so yeah, it, it threw a kink there at the beginning. Um, but now with the you know the pig barn and everything moved out, 
um, you know, the pig wise over to the pig barn, you know, we're starting to starting to reestablish ourselves and, and go that route again. That's great. So you got a full greenhouse, a full pig barn, and everything that you guys possibly can goes from that program to uh, the school program. Exactly. That's awesome. That's really great. So mm -hmm. that's good. Well, Kyle, uh, why don't you tell us just a little bit about uh, the pigs that you guys have in the sale? Okay. Um, first off, we've got a um, purebred Duroc litter. Um, the sow belongs to my daughter. She's a seventh grader here in our program um, also. Um, the, the sow is a stand tall on a mind games. Um, and we bred her to Masterpiece, which is ha housed down at um, Chad Hill Durox in Texas. Um, we we kind of went out of the way and tried to tried to find some bloodlines that were a little bit different um, than maybe what typically is found around here. Um, and then with that litter, um, I believe there are there there's eight in the pen, um, and there were there was two barrows and six gilts that. Um, that we've, we've got out there um you know we're going to hold some back for our kids to show um i think um if i counted right i think there's going to be three three purebred gilts available out of that litter at our sale um you know, that people can kind of sort through on that end mm -hmm. um we also have my son which he's a he's a fourth grader here at the school um he owns a, a purebred berkshire um that is a crusade on a manhunt. Um, we picked we picked her up in Kentucky, um, kind of on a limb. I know you know you, you know how that is in right. the livestock industry. <laughs> yep. Time. Um, yeah, the kind of unexpectedly, you know, we 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 got our hands on her, um, and um, we brought her in and fed her out, and then you know, he created her last summer, and we bred her. Um, we actually bred her to a boar by the name of Bone'em Up out of Jolt Genetics um, in Iowa, um, and I believe there's there's 10 piglets in that litter, uh, three gilts, and the rest barrows. Um, it kind of, you know, flip-flop compared to the Durox. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we're, we're going to keep um, one gilt out of that and one barrow, and then um, so the, the others should be available on the day of the sale. Um, so... But, uh, but you know, we're pretty excited about them. Um, you know, we're pretty excited to see, you know, we, we try, we tend to focus more on the purebred line of things. Mm -hmm. um, I know Corey and, and the kids, they, they've got the crossbreds covered, and then we try to, we try to take, and uh, I don't know, I've always been a fan of purebreds, and, and that's just kind of the route we went, so. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great. Are there other, are there other consigners that are going to be involved in this sale than, than what we've talked to? Um, no, um, the only ones that, that we're going to have available are, are just people that's that's connected to the program here. Um, mm -hmm. Either the either the litters are born in the barn here, or it's students. Um, but uh, but no, we, you know we 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 don't have anybody else coming in from the outside. Great, great. Well, that's awesome. That's really good. You guys got a really good thing going on up there. And uh, up there from me, I guess uh, you could say, <laughs> down in, in southern Indiana, in Paoli, Indiana. And also, you guys have a show. Corey and I were going to talk about it, and then I skipped over that. You guys have a show coming up here that you guys sponsor. Yes. Yeah, that, that is June 6th. Um, it's the, it'll be our third annual um, 
FFA Open Swine Jackpot Show. Um, this year, um, we're actually, um, we are a member of the Hoosier Elite Swine Circuit, which is a new circuit that's kind of taken over in kind of south central and southwestern Indiana. Um, so we're going to be on that. Um, but yeah, it's June 6th. Um, you know, we've had a pretty decent turnout the past couple of years, high, high caliber hogs. Um, we got some decent payouts. Um, this year, uh, we're, we have Lindsey Pullen um, that's going to be coming down and judging for us. So we're, we're pretty excited about that and the opportunities that we have there as well. Right. And then after that, June 6th, I don't know if you know this, but Crawford County has one just south of Paoli. They have one on June 7th. That's what I've heard. Yeah. So uh, so I was excited to hear that and mm-hmm. uh, and hear that you guys were having that. And, and again, uh, uh, the sanctioned show there in Paoli on June 6th. And so, uh, what a great program you guys have you guys have uh, started there at Paoli and 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 kept going and, and just continue to grow, and uh, the the show pig uh, sale. Uh, just uh, just want to commend you guys on on all the hard work that you guys do and, and all the extra things that you guys put into that to uh, to build this program. So we appreciate it, Andy. So. Well, that, that's that's great, Kyle. And uh, again, Kyle Wollston, uh, fifth year at Paoli, and yep. uh, f- what is this? Our sixteenth year of, of teaching. So, <laughs> yeah, some, I believe so. <laughs> some, something right in there. They key, they fly, uh, and and as Corey and I were talking earlier, they they fly. The the more you're in, the long, the faster they go. So, uh, so Kyle, uh, appreciate you guys uh, getting all these young people together, and appreciate uh, you telling us about the program today here on Before the Bid. And, uh, again, we want to invite everybody to that sale again, and that sale is March 15th. It is on a Sunday. It is there at Paoli High School. And, uh, Kyle, anything else that we really need to know uh, about that sale? Um, it'll be um, – it's going to be kind of a uh, – almost like private treaty. Um, there'll be pens set up um, where you can come in and view the hogs. Um, it'll be kind of – First come, first serve. Um, you know, prices are posted. Um, type situation. Um, if if you need to negotiate anything, the owners of the hogs will be there, um, where you can talk to them and they can talk to you about genetics and um, vaccinations and anything that you need to know about um, before you before you you know pull the trigger and make that make that purchase that day. So, what kind of price range are we looking at? Um, I sure. know. Um, was it two hundred dollars? For the minimum, um, for the for most of the crossbreds and the barrows, um, I know on the the purebred um, Burks and the litter and the uh, Durox that that we have, um, it'll be three hundred dollars on the gilts, um, and then the two hundred dollars on the barrels there. So so mainly you know two hundred dollar minimum for the most part is what we're what we're looking at. Great. So what a what a economical way to get into the show pig. Uh, business and, and get some show pigs for these young people. All right. Well, Kyle, again, uh, appreciate uh, appreciate you guys' time. Want to wish you luck there again on that uh, on that sale, March fifteenth, Paoli, Indiana, Sunday at one o'clock. The doors open, and uh, kind of uh, as Corey said, cash and carry. So yep. again, want to thank Corey Scott. Want to thank Kyle Woolston and uh, my other student guests here for uh, explaining their sale here at Paoli High School on March fifteenth. Here, and we want to thank you for joining us here on another edition of Before the Bid podcast.
Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.